there you're listening to film companion retake with me anupama chopra and rahul desai where we revisit a film from the past hi rahul it is good to be back with you on fc retake absolutely and today we're talking about vikramaditya motwani's lutera I don't know why but I think I did not review the film I was maybe traveling at that time uh, and I have to say it was a real pleasure to go back and see it again I feel like uh, it isn't that old I mean it released in 2013 but I feel like it's aged like fine wine uh, I enjoyed so much of it but tell me what you thought then and what did you think now to be honest I mean I think the maximum request we've got so far since we started retake has been lutera so i think i hope the viewers are happy today uh, and it, you know it's timely honestly because uh, like you i didn't review it first of all i wasn't a professional critic back in 2013 so i didn't review it but uh, i remember watching it uh, a, a little after it released after all the uh, critical acclaim it got and i the problem is i read a lot of reviews before going in and it didn't live up to my expectations so i didn't like it Uh, so much but i remember very clearly uh, that uh, the, the that day when basically phantom was being formed uh, at the same time and in yrf they had a sort of launch thing in their studios and at the same time they were launching their first film which was lutera and i remember accompanying a journalist friend of mine just to see what the also because motwane was my uh, one of my favorite directors by then because of odan so i remember going there and being absolutely uh, i was very nervous because the first thing i saw was ranveer singh enter on a motorbike the motorbike they use in the film uh, like as part of the entire you know launch launching phantom and logic and i immediately got nervous thinking that oh god a independent director is going to go like all franchise towers sort of thing means huh. bollywood is going to Uh, eat him up, but you know, I was actually pleasantly surprised while watching the film, even though I didn't like it. Then that uh, Motwane managed to sort of uh, get uh, two mainstream stars to act in his language rather than uh, him going that way. And I thought that uncompromising. And you know, over the years, as I said, I think uh, when I rewatched recently, it made a lot more sense because uh, after seeing what Motwane has done over the years, he's made four films. Uh, only then did i realize that this is probably the most versatile director we have out there right now and uh, any of his four films you cannot tell that he has directed it you know they are so different from each other and uh, you know so my worries were sort of unfounded back then because every film he made after that was very different even though he tried different things and uh, yeah i actually enjoyed watching it uh, this time and i believe there's a time to watch this film which is why i think we do retake <laughs> Yes, and that time is now. This movie should have been released in 2020. Um, you know what I what I was amazed at, Rahul, was how, of course, how beautiful the film is. Uh, you know, Vikram was uh, Sanjay Leela Bhansali's assistant for many years, and the Bhansali aesthetic uh, is very clear right from the first sequence of the Jatra in the in the Zamindar house and those tracking shots, which tell you how massive. this haveli is and uh, you know just the beauty of the lights and the costumes and all of that but also the performances i mean genuinely this is 
Sonakshi Sinha's finest R in film. You know, Ranveer Singh is two films old before this, and and in those films he's very much the hero. Uh, and here, look at the look at the restraint, look at the quietness, uh, look at that that one scene, uh, Rahul, when when he says to her. Uh, you know, he's he's sitting in front of her and he says to her that you were my only shot at life and, and I squandered it away. You know, it just broke my heart. It was so beautifully done. I just feel like, my God, uh, the film has flaws and we will get to them. But I think that the performances were outstanding. The, the Just the richness of the texture and even the pacing. You know, the, I, I saw some reviews which talked about it as just being too slow. But for me, the pacing was not at all a problem. The, the way it played out, the love uh, affair happens over painting classes was just, just so beautiful. I don't know. What did you think? Honestly, like Last Leaf is uh, one of the first short stories I read in school because, you know, all of us were taught that. And it was the one story that remained with me throughout my life. So I was very fascinated, like watching this yesterday or day before when I watched it again. It was like watching the film for the first time because I don't remember anything of watching it back in 2013. So when I was experiencing it now, uh, I was absolutely fascinated by how he adapted it. That's the magic. That's where the magic lies. How he's adapted it into uh, an Indian film. Uh, you know, he's just taken a line off the story and uh, sort of created an entire world out of it. I love that they chose colonial Bengal, uh, you know, uh, right after in post-partition India. It makes so much sense that Sonakshi uh, plays uh, an aspiring writer because, you know, where else but Bengal. Uh, uh, and and I, I love these little things. And th- there's a lot of writing that has gone. There's a lot of world building that has gone into the film that we tend to overlook when we hear of adaptations or when we hear of, uh, you, you know, film of giving their own twist to books. So uh, I, I thought a, a lot of things were so finely done. The performances, as you rightly said, uh, I, I think it was totally in sync with the characters they play because, you know, Ranbir is technically playing a thief. I was a bit, I, again, I was a bit nervous because his previous film, Ladies vs. Ricky Bell, he literally plays the same character. He's doing the same thing. He's uh, a He's a con man, he falls in love, he's, you know, he's, then he goes through this whole conflict. It's just that the setting is different here and that's why Motwane's language comes in, right? Because um, I felt like so much of it was a reaction to what Ranveer had already done before this in Ladies vs. Ricky Bell. Here, you know, he's mumbling most of his dialogue and I know it got a lot of criticism back then that we can't figure out what they are saying. But if you actually look at uh, the themes that they've used in film that, uh, you know, the, the why because Motwan has also repeated the theme of writing. Udan, the boy, was a writer, yeah. and he used that as an escape and uh, you know sort of an expression of his life. Here, uh, Sonakshi plays an aspiring writer, and uh, uh, you know writing in a way is uh, uh, the for me it's like the romanticization of life, and and for me uh, 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 love is the romance of life. So it very uh, naturally melts together in this film. That's why you tend to see a lot of over uh, aesthetically short scenes in this film, but with good purpose. Like there is, uh, he's not doing it because he's a Bansali protege or because he wants to show off his technical skills. It all fits in because for me, the entire second half as different as it was visually from the first half, all the work 
replaced by snow and the cold colors that for me was sonakshi writing her story you know letting heartbreak like most writers do letting heartbreak inspire her to write her book and that's how writers think that's how writers like to think of themselves as so yeah. i think there was a lot of thought that went into it yeah definitely the the beauty had a purpose it it yeah. wasn't simply for for the sake of it you know um, though it did it did rahul remind me a lot of the bhansali devdas uh you know in 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 the haveli uh in the sort of the the sort of atmosphere in her in her gorgeous sarees and also of course that whole plot point of devdas where uh, pakhi comes to his room at night just like paro goes to devdas's room at night and and then the finally it's the women who put themselves out there and it's the men who don't have the courage uh you know um, and and i also also loved vikrant masi in his first breakout sort of feature role he was so good as as the friend yeah and his name was devdas so and his name was devdas <laughs> yes pretty much the old is uh, very clear and that was the first i saw of vikrant masi thankfully you know we've we've seen so much it's so interesting to watch a film 7 years later and know how much vikrant masi has come since then you know yes. since his first sort of uh, film role and still be so impressed with what he did in uh, lutera itself because for me one of the best scenes in the film uh, one of my favorite scenes is when he is accidentally shot by uh, ranveer towards the end of the end of the film because it's of course a beautifully crafted scene and uh, and you know uh, it's the end of such a lovely well choreographed chase through the delauzi streets in the mist and all but the just the way uh, sort of vikrant masse manages to even die i know it sounds like a cliche but even even the manage the way he manages to pull off a hindi film death by being the hero's best friend was for me so heartbreaking because that is pretty much where you see tanvir's character change that, uh, you you see uh, him change and then go back to her and uh, yeah i mean i i was actually surprised by how much i picked up now you know uh, because uh, one of the first scenes in the beginning i uh, i i still was fascinated by and because we've seen gulabo sitabo recently that light bulb scene where she is playing with the light bulb right in the beginning switching it off and on again in a haveli again you know there's a zamindar angle uh, yeah. and and the entire post partition the zamindar act and all reminded me of suitable boy which we just saw so we have so much context right uh, right now and you know using that zamindar act as a pro- plot point for ranveer to sort of uh, uh, come in as uh, you know um, um, for con man was I, i think brilliant and that that light uh, switching scene like you know i thought about it i was like you know, it looks lovely but there has to be a purpose towards the because even towards the end there is a scene like that and and it was because uh, i started thinking about it and i realized that you know sonakshi's character uh, is pretty much like a character in that sort of dark room and the light is sort of uh, because light is technically visual deceit in a dark room and that's what runway did Uh, throughout the film so i would have loved to see the writers notes because you know even putting down these scenes and shooting them uh, when you do as a filmmaker on film all of it is taken as sort of a cre- uh, you know uh, creative decisions and all but there's so much thought that goes into it yeah yeah you know for me uh, despite all the magic that that vikrant brought into his character for me the the crime cred was was the least convincing part of the narrative uh, as you know the chase was just beautifully staged it was it was wonderfully choreographed in in dalhousie but 
I found that whole part to be, you know, that the whole Aris Zakaria uh, showing up, pretending to be his uncle, that other character comes, takes all those goods and just signs for them. And, you know, of course, we're talking about all those years ago without any technology, without communication, and it's things like this can happen, right? But I just felt that those were the moments that felt to me not as uh, well-etched as the love story, which which was um, just up there front and center and beautifully wrought. But for me, though, that is what kind of uh, took away the conviction that, that the narrative had. Did that work for you, the whole crime part of it? Yeah, I think because it was sort of building up to a twist towards the uh, you know, end of the first half because you have to have an interval and then you have to have a twist. I felt like a lot of it was staged to reach that point. Uh, uh, though I felt like the twist itself was made sense for me. Like I thought it was a great dramatic uh, sort of pause in a movie where we didn't expect something like that. It kind of for some reason reminded me of Fana because even the second half is in a cabin in a snow. So yeah. I, I thought of the same thing. The man is a con man and it's going to lead up to heartbreak. Uh, in the worst way possible. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it sort of worked for me because the music sort of tidied it over for me most of the... Because the way the background music is used throughout the film uh, was unlike a lot of films I've seen. Because, you know, you, you see... The background uh, is stunning. It's just yeah, stunning, PJM. It's, uh, it's not only like scoring the narrative or the mood or the or the tone of the scene, it's actually furthering the narrative and the background score acts as a script most of the time in that first half especially because so much of it is used to show uh, Ranveer easing into the household and talking to the father and winning over everyone and sort of and even the viewer doesn't really suspect it and so towards the end even that entire montage that leads up to the twist is, is, is scored to uh, an entire uh, sort of very elaborately uh, uh, scored sequence so I, I thought that that worked for me I like the concept of it because for me why it worked is because the second half worked even more for me. like mm. uh, as much as I didn't do thing of it when I first watched it this time while I was watching the second half uh, towards the beginning when when Ranveer and Vikrant reach the cabin in Delousey uh, you know, you, you as a viewer are conditioned to think that they are coincidence again how can you be crazy writer saying they just sort of meet after so many years and out of all the cabins like that Casablanca dialogue, you, right. you just find one. But, uh, you know, you think about it, uh, Sonakshi's character subconsciously actually seeked him out because uh, he had told her about uh, this, you know, Sone ki murti that he wants to steal yeah. somewhere in the mountains and she subconsciously, that's why we moved hoping, uh, she moved hoping to sort of see him at some point in life despite her father dying, despite her being betrayed. Um, so, it's not a coincidence at all because if, if you're actually paying attention in the first half, she actually went there because she hopes to see him again. Mm, mm. I think Amit Rivedi's, um music is just so wonderfully, first of all, it's just brilliant, but it's also brilliantly used, like you said. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I don't know what the box office uh, of this film was, but I remember reading later on that it didn't do so well. And I just feel like... Um, we made a beat because this is a wonderful film. Yeah, I mean, we weren't, we were kind of used to it by then, you know, where uh, sort of uh, filmmakers are daring to do something different. See, honestly, because the only kind of old school love stories we were used to till then, uh, 
uh, were the Yashraj ones, the Shahrukh Khan ones, the mainstream, the larger than life ones. Yeah. That is what I grew up on. That is why uh, what a lot of us grew up on. And uh, seeing something like Lutera, which is so uh, precise in texture, which is so uh, uh, obvious in its in its proclaims of being a love story, can be a little. Uh, uh, it can be a little disarming and intimidating at the same time. I think that's probably what threw me off also at that point because uh, uh, honestly, I didn't know Ranveer Singh too well. A lot of us did not expect Sonakshi Sinha to sort of turn in a performance like that uh, uh, at that point. So most of us were coming to terms with the fact of the film uh, that uh, a film like this exists during the film to, you know, actually savor the film. So Yeah, and I wondered as I watched, you know, I wondered would Ranveer do a role like this now? You know, or is it almost too understated? Uh, has, has the stardom become bigger than, than a role like this, you know? I think we, we wonder that we wonder that about a lot of actors, honestly. And we've seen it from the 90s. He probably, you know, honestly, uh, I think Ranveer is one of the few actors who might dare to do that again. because Might go quiet again. Yeah, he because because we he's become like this. He's known as this very uh, uh, sort of raucous actor on screen and and even off screen. Uh, yeah. So you know to break that sort of character and to do something different like he did in Dil Dadakne though to to an extent you know play a very subdued uh, uh, character that. Uh, so I, I think like. Ranveer was at the stage of his career back then where he was sort of discovering his own. I'm pretty sure he was frightened of being typecast already because this was his yeah. second role as a thief. And he played a, a sort of a, a thief in a way in the next two Yashaj films also. So, uh, you know, he still, I, but I still think this is the one performance that stands out because uh, I, I love how uh, none of them, including the filmmaker, cared about, you know, whether the audience could actually hear what they were saying because they wanted you to be part of the moment. And when you're part of a sort of, when, when there is an intimate moment going on or when two people who are betrayed by each other, who uh, who are in love, speak to each other, they don't speak so that others can listen. They, can, they only speak so that each other can listen. So I like that they did that. Of course, we have subtitles now on Netflix, so it was easier to figure out what they were saying. That's right. Uh, Problem solved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it clearly aged very well because of streaming. <laughs> no, I, I think definitely, Rahul, it's, it's so wonderful for me to, to go back and watch a film and then to discover all these things that you never saw the first time. You know, it's just such a pleasure. Yeah, I know. What did you think about the last 10 minutes? Because a lot of people had a problem with, uh, say, the last 10 or 15 minutes where the song Zinda uh, sort of scores an entire sequence that starts from him waking up next to her after sort of nursing her uh, technically back to health and being shot uh, police. In between, he goes to the tree, he goes Correct. and, you know, sticks the leaf and does the most... He drops, For me, he that falls. was one of the most romantic things. He drops, he falls. And if you think about it, you close your eyes and listen to the song. Those are the last visuals you will think of if you listen to a song. You will not list, uh, You will not think of a hero dying. Uh, you will not think of a tragedy tragedy unfurling in a way. it's a rousing song yeah it's a it's a rousing yeah. song it reminded me of udan's final song right. so you know it was such an unconventional unorthodox choice of music there so yeah, yeah. What, what did you make of you know that? for me I, I felt like that this is the one time in his life where he's actually alive you know uh, uh, and that is why it's it's it, it works perfectly because because he that, that is the moment when he comes to life and he sort of realizes you know for me 
that that whole scene when he walking when he's leaving her much earlier uh, and then the other thief his associate is waiting for him and then he smiles and decides that no he's not going to do that and he turns back i mean that's probably the first time in his life he's made a decision for himself you know so so uh, this it felt like a natural fit even though it's counterintuitive yeah and i thought that was such a risky decision you know especially yeah. with, with with it being such a sort of golden love story aura about it i, I thought that really like it it actually blew my mind when i was watching it yesterday because i was like there's no way i expected a violin i expected a piano or something but because i'm a big sucker for background music but the way amit trivedi's song was used there uh, sort of really convinced me of you know of motwani sort of really knowing his language I think he does. No, I definitely Vic is one of uh, one of our finest, and and um, I would encourage everyone who hasn't seen Lutera to see it, and also who has seen Lutera to give it a second shot. Right, Rahul? Yeah, totally. I mean, I I was uh, honestly I was skeptical uh, skeptical about the film, and when you actually gave me this idea, I was like, let me think. Can I say no to this? And then you know, this this actually worked out well for. Uh, i think both of us the way you did it for me for tamasha and rock i think i just paid one back here <laughs> <laughs> excellent so we shall reconvene to figure out another film we've loved or not loved so much such always fun to talk to you rahul same yeah hopefully soon thank you for listening to the film companion podcast stay tuned for more reviews interviews and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment